In today's global economy, quality matters. Benjamin Franklin once quipped, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. Quality Matters is here to talk about all things quality. So whether you're looking to improve your business, getting ready for an audit, or dealing with failed inspections, tune in, check us out, then get back to doing work that matters. Well, hello. Welcome back to the Quality Matters podcast brought to you by Texas Quality Assurance, where quality management gets simplified. Kyle Chambers, and today we are doing a formal introduction to something I've mentioned a few times uh, on the podcast so far. We are teaming up with OGGN, the Oil and Gas Global Network, for what we are calling the Energy Continuity Conference. This is truly a first of its kind. So this is a conference in January uh, 2023. So coming up soon, uh, when the first, you know, first big events kick off the year, you know, that we're doing this at the uh, uh, Pasadena uh, Convention Center. And this is going to be a fantastic event. And I want to tell you not just about the event, but this ties directly to quality, to quality management, and all the things we talk about so often. So the Continuity Conference, we're here to talk about business continuity, specifically for the energy industry. Now, the way this came about was actually through talks and discussions about uh, risk and looking at uh, contingency plans for like the API Q2 standard. And how does it really relate to risk-based thinking and how do we incorporate that with it? you know, API Q1 and, and how does it integrate with our other standards for health and safety and environmental and so forth. And it has morphed and molded into the conference that we're putting on in January. And I got to tell you, I'm super excited about it. So if you have an interest in risk mitigation, contingency planning, what do I do when bad stuff happens? Hey, I might know something that's going to be great for you. We're also still looking for sponsors and exhibitors for the event. So I'm going to make sure all of the info is in the show notes here. So if you're listening and you think, oh, you know, our sales and marketing team, this this might be something they're interested in because our company kind of provides those services to help out when bad things happen. Hey, we want to hear from you. So what we did early on is, and some of you may remember this on LinkedIn, I may have even sent the survey to you because I did send it to a lot of folks, is we kind of took a poll of, well, what are some areas uh, of concern for you in, in your business? And so some of the key areas that we came up with were people are really concerned about cybersecurity. That's a big one. There's been a number of ransomware attacks in uh, you know recent history, especially in the oil and gas world. Um, you know there have been a lot of issues. I think we've all heard about this little thing called COVID nineteen and and issues with workforce instability and how do we keep and train and retain talent and things of that nature. You know all the way down to the stuff that we're kind of uh, accustomed to dealing with from turnaround management, um, even issues with physical security and active shooter situations. You know, these are all things that we don't often think about. 
Um, and then, of course, recent history, especially for us here in Texas, it's still fresh on our minds. You know, the uh, the great freeze that happened uh, in February, uh, not too long ago. And what impacts does that have for our businesses? What preparations do we need to take ahead of time? What plans do we need to have in place that we can enact at that moment's notice when things occur? And so this is what we're doing. So it's really cool format. Now, I got to tell you, one of the things I'm most excited about is that all of the speakers that are there. Well, first of all, many of you may not know this about a lot of these big conferences. A lot of these big conferences that go on, you know what happens to the speakers? Do you know how they select the speakers? I know this because I get these requests fairly often. Like, hey, would you be interested in speaking at our event? We have this, this topic, and we think you'd be great for it. I'm like, sure, that sounds great. I'd love to talk. I don't think anyone has caught on yet that I love to talk about quality, right? So then I say, yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk. And then they come back and say, well, we start at $25,000 for a speaking engagement. And I'm like, what? So you're telling me all the speakers that are there literally bought their ticket at a really hefty price. And that's not even the main speaker. That's not even the keynote speaker. That's just to be a 15-minute speaker starting at 25000 I don't even know everything else that goes into it. We ain't doing that. If your company is an exhibitor, you're open to be a speaker. And that's what excites me about this is because we're going to make sure that we can hand select some of the best, brightest uh, folks to come in and talk about these topics that are critical to your business. Now, if you're saying, okay, Kyle, cool. You, you kind of got my interest. Can, can I go online and, and learn more about it? Well, yes, you can. So you can go to energycontinuityconference.com. Again, all the, the links are going to be in the, the show notes and, and such below. But uh, so it's also brand new. We're not even submitted on Google yet. So we're, we're getting there. But definitely check it out. Please share it on LinkedIn, other social media. But LinkedIn is probably the best one. But hey, maybe you got a following or some folks elsewhere that might want to know more information about it. But I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what we're doing so we've got a lot of topics we're going to be talking about and it's going to be a full day event um really really fantastic so we're going to start with talking about and the the order of speakers may change we're not want to finalize there yet but uh we're going to be talking about turnaround management big deal for a lot of folks on the downstream end in oil and gas for um the energy world as a lot of you know i come from the gas turbine industry so Still on the outskirts of the oil and gas world, but still definitely in the energy industry. Um, and it's a big deal. You've got to shut down the plant and the operation on a schedule in the turbine world. It was an 18-month outage cycle. And you've got tons of work and overhauls that have to go on in a very short period of time. You've got to maintain these very strictly, very tight. And especially with all the new requirements on our energy grid from how do we integrate renewables that aren't always the most stable um, to the new uh, changes and other changes that are going on the grid, so forth. This makes it really, really critical that these outages occur on a very time, well-timed schedule. And same thing on the oil and gas world. I mean, think about how many new refineries are going in. You know, there are some folks that are arguing that we may never see another new refinery built in the U.S., which blows my mind, whole other political stuff behind it. But what it does mean Put all the political stuff, whatever your ideas are or aren't, put all that aside. What that does mean is if we're not managing these turnarounds well, we're running into more supply chain issues, more issues, more cost, more delays that impacts us all. So really, really critical stuff. 
talk about natural disasters. Now, here's one thing I'm really excited about is we are going to be providing uh, contingency plans and how to's and a lot of good, helpful resources to folks, especially for natural disasters. We've got a really fantastic hurricane contingency plan and five day action plan for your facility. But uh, we're going to be giving a lot of freebies away for folks that are registering for the event. So definitely, definitely be, be on the lookout for that. We're going to talk about natural disasters. You know, definitely here on, on the Gulf Coast. I say here on the Gulf Coast. I have to admit, I moved away to Central Texas, but most of the business is still in Houston. Um, but hurricanes are a big issue. You know, we're coming up on the anniversary of Hurricane Harvey. And oh, my gosh, Lord knows that was an issue. I, uh, I, I, I'm kind of ashamed of it. I saw on Facebook, you know, Facebook, you get like the Facebook memories. I'm not on there anymore. I, I, I got tired of all the drama. So my wife is my only friend on Facebook, which sometimes is halfway true in reality, but, uh, I'm a geek. So, um, I'm taking a look on there and I'm remembering I, I made this post cause I'm expecting Harvey to not be anything at all. Cause you know, you live on the Gulf Coast, you've seen a bunch of hurricanes, you don't really get excited about it till it gets bad. And, you know, making these goofy posts, but we will rebuild because a uh, small branch had fallen down in the yard and whew, that did not age very well. Um, but we all know and have memories of the horrible, horrible things that happened then. Countless homes, lives, businesses ruined. We've got to be prepared when these things happen. How can we minimize the damage and rebuild after? Because it's going to happen again. Maybe not as bad as Harvey. Maybe worse. Don't know. But it's going to happen again. And we got to be prepared. Um, we're going to be talking about workplace safety and specifically digging into active shooters. Now, I, I know uh, I, I can't give away anything too specific here, but uh, I know working with uh, the folks at OGGN they're lining up some fantastic vendors, some fantastic uh, speakers to, to go into detail here. But really, it is a concern we have in our workplace. And regardless, again, what your ideas on, on some of these things are or aren't, we have to worry about it. You know, we have to worry about workplace safety. How do we make certain that our employees, our people are physically secure? So lots of cool stuff coming up there. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, from the IT perspective, which... As a lot of you know, if you listen to the podcast, my background is in IT. I'm, I'm, I'm a computer geek by training. You know, here at Texas Quality Assurance, we're, we're a Microsoft partner. I think my first computer certification, I was in like the ninth grade. Again, hardcore computer geek here, right? Um, but we're going to be talking about physical security, cybersecurity. You know, what do you do with your backup structure? This was an issue for me when I was a sysadmin for, for the longest time is if you've got your backups, well, do you have offsite backups? Okay, cool. What format are those offsite backups? Is it digitally transferred? How much of your server do you have backed up? How much of your router configuration do you have backed up? God forbid that router goes down. Do you have that configuration backed up? Do you have a list of all of the replacement equipment you'd need? Um, I used to keep a whole separate server that was ready to spin up at a moment's notice from backup. So lots of stuff you can do there. Now, of course, with all the cloud technology that introduces new opportunities, new risks. But hey, if, if you're used to listening to me, you know that opportunity and risk are two sides of the same coin. Um, we're actually putting out a QMS bootcamp video here uh, pretty soon, getting really deep into risk-based thinking. 
Um, so we, we another survey on a poll on a LinkedIn we put out, and you guys overwhelmingly wanted to hear more about risk-based thinking, um, which really ultimately is what this entire conference is about. So lots of cool stuff, lots of cool stuff we're going to be talking about there. Um, we're going to be going into just generals for emergency preparedness, crisis management, um, and environmental response. This is a big one as well. Um, and especially now um, with so much emphasis on uh, ESG from an investment standpoint, uh, from, from top management's concerns, but also just the general and good, not dogging at all, really good um, that we are so keenly aware of our of our environmental impact. Well, that means that we, in some ways now, have to be more keenly aware of it day by day than we were before. So what do you do? If you have a spill, if you have a release, if you have a failure, what do you do? How do you think about these things ahead of time? How do you evaluate which risks require a contingency plan ahead of time? which risk requires mitigating with corrective actions and all, all sorts of things there. So there's lots of cool content going to be coming out. Supply chain. Oh my gosh, this is a big deal. You know, this is something where, you know, I, I wish Edward Deming were around today to ask him, you know, you go back to his Edward Deming's uh, 14 points of management. Now, for those of you new to the podcast, talk about Edward Deming a lot. So Deming was a pioneer in modern quality management. And one of the things he did is put together what he called the 14 points of management. Now, they're, they don't really roll off the tongue, but, you know, hey, geek, you know, I get it. Um, but one of the 14 points is he talks about the necessity for maintaining supplier relationships, right? So like when you take a look at the uh, ISO 9001 quality principles, right? These fundamental quality principles, one of them is relationship management. And this is pulling language directly from Deming. And one of the points Deming makes, and I've had some fun discussions with folks about this in coaching sessions and training sessions, is we really need to work hard to have a single supplier for critical services. That's a little harder to do today with these supply chain issues. And I really would love to know Deming's thoughts on it. But we're going to be doing our best to address this shy of uh, having the master here himself. But we're going to be talking about supply chain management. How do we plan for these type issues when we cannot get the products and services that are absolutely vital to our business from the folks we've been going to for years? Where else do we go? How do we do it? How do we handle these delays and, and inconsistencies that are creeping up in the market, prices that are good for days at a time, whereas we may have had stable pricing with them for years prior. So how do we handle this stuff? Lots, lots we're going to be discussing here. And, you know, the, the last one here is just really going into overall disaster recovery. And this, this goes beyond the scope of your IT disaster recovery. Uh, you know, again, company I worked at before, we had uh, vacuum heat treat furnaces. This stuff is so freaking cool. Um, not that I have any favorite clients, but some of the favorite clients to, to visit and to talk to are, are the ones that do heat treatment because I just think it's cool, uh, especially when you start learning the, the metallurgy involved and all the work and engineering that goes into it is really freaking cool. 
any case, um, one of the problems we had years ago is one of our furnaces, well, the power went out. When the power went out, well, that also meant that a cooling system on the furnace went out. And when you've got something that's cranked up to close to 2000 degrees on the inside and the cooling system goes out, er, bad stuff happens. So the entire shell that is in, encased in, in coolant began to get very, very hot very, very, very quickly. And so we came up with some really cool solutions to prevent that from occurring in the future. Um, in the end, it was, it was just solutions so stupidly simple you, you kind of have to hit yourself in the head for not thinking of it before but you know these are the type issues that we have to think think about when it comes to technology and disaster recovery technology goes so far beyond you know the laptop and, and the cell phone connectivity and the, the servers and things like that we've got a lot more at risk that we have to worry about um, I was on site with a client uh, just this week, and they were talking about uh, one piece of equipment they have. It basically counts the number of turns as a respooling wire. Okay, well, they've got a facility in Mexico that has somewhat frequent power uh, outages. They they may have you know a, a blackout once a week and once a month, and it's like, well, it's not the end of the world. But if you're 700 turns into turning on a spool and the counter goes down, er, that's not a good thing. So just simple things like, well, where do we need battery backups and, and what, what voltages and power requirements and so forth do we need for these battery backups? How often do we need to check them? Do we need to put them on our preventative uh, equipment maintenance list to be checked every so often? So just kind of things you got to think about. But uh, so in case, these are the topics we're going to be discussing. And again, I just think this is so cool because there are a not a ton of quality management conferences out there. And I'm not saying that's what this is, but a lot of the quality management conferences out there, let's be honest. It's a whole bunch of folks with letters at the end of their, their name on LinkedIn with lean six Sigma black belt, green belt, you know, blah, 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 quality karate. Okay, cool. But that doesn't apply to a lot of folks. Uh, well, it doesn't apply to the majority of folks. Um, you know, there's the, uh, ISO 9001 world conference, which I've spoke at before, but again, we're getting really niche into the quality geeks out there. This, if you operate, if you work in or manage a business in the inner energy industry, this is for you. So we are looking for, like I say right now, we're looking for vendors and sponsors. So if you have a cool process, service, or product that is going to help someone out when the pipes freeze, when the hurricane hits, and maintaining data uh, security and keeping machinery up and running, ensuring clean supply of water to these plants. If you've got something like that, let us know. We want to hear from you. We want to talk to you. We want to work with you to get set up as a, a sponsor for the event. And if you're just looking to attend, we got something really cool for you here too. So, when I go to these networking events, I personally love to go to the ones with a panel discussion. And I love a panel discussion because I've always got ideas and, and questions, and I'm just really itching to, to know what someone has to say about, about this topic. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to get your question answered. And, you know, there's, there's 200 people there, and yeah, I'm raising my hand. Can I have a question answered? And it's kind of hard to do. Um, and if you do... Maybe the guy on the panel that you wanted to answer the question isn't the one that answered it. Uh, okay, well, you know, you tried. This is going to be different. 
So we've got two classes of tickets. This is so cool. I love it. So two classes of tickets. we got the standard ticket. Look, that gets you into the event. You get food. You get to see everyone. You get to hear all the speakers. Really, really cool. We're working on uh, some fun stuff here for some of the speakers. Again, you're not going to want to miss it. Totally amazing value. But if you want to go just a little bit deeper, let's say one of these topics you know is of issue to your business. You know, Let's say that you're a systems administrator listening to this. You're like, you know, Kyle? you're talking about all the cybersecurity and the offsite backups. Like, man, I really, I'm kind of interested in that. And, and, you know, you're saying you're going to get some experts to talk that aren't here to give me a sales pitch, but just to talk about uh, best practices. Could I sit down with him for 15, 20 minutes and kind of ask questions in a small group? Yes. So we're going to have a VIP ticket and the VIP ticket is going to enable you once that speaker is finished talking, um, you're going to get a chance to sit down in a small group and ask questions one-on-one, -on -one, learn from real live human beings um, that have real world experience on what they did in certain situations and what they recommend and so forth. So it's really a unique, one-of-a-kind opportunity that I have never seen happen before. So again, none of this trying to be the one in the crowd to get your question answered, waiting on the mic to come around. You're going to get that dedicated time to sit down, ask, learn and and really make improvements and have that true interaction and you know again tying this back to quality like we all know that's a tough thing in the quality world is to enable this engagement to really connect with people on an intellectual and technical level it's tough to do well we want to make certain that's baked into this conference so again all the more reasons we're super excited about it and we couldn't be doing it with a better group of people. So again, we're putting this on with the oil and gas global network, OGGN. So you've heard him on the podcast before, Mark LeCorp, odds are, if you're listening to my podcast, you've probably listened to one of Mark's, I don't know, at this point, 5,000 shows. Um, but they're really, really fantastic what they do. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But again, we're going to be putting out some freebies ahead of time. So We've obviously got a bank of tons of great stuff that we've done and put together and have the capacity to put together some more fun things for you. So if you have an idea of something in the business continuity world where you're like, you know, Kyle, I'd really like to see some samples of a contingency plan for XYZ. Let us know. We're going to try to put some of these things together for you ahead of time. And this is going to come standard with your ticket. So with your $50 ticket, Guys, we want to make sure that you've got hundreds of dollars of information, tools, procedures, checklists, you name it. I want to make certain that you can leave this conference and put things in place day one to make improvements in your business to help solidify it for the new year. So, again, I couldn't be more excited about uh, about getting this put together. Again, it's coming in January 2023. I'll make sure all the info is below. You can go online. Um, we're still working on a couple things for the uh, ticket purchase, trying to get all the connections and so forth in there. Um, but uh, you can go online, purchase your tickets, request information. And again, we are looking for those vendors, those sponsors to come and be on the floor to help it be a meaningful, worthwhile engagement. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention, too. Any of these conferences, I'll tell you one of the things I always kind of dislike is you you very clearly see the difference in the big boys and the little guys in the industry, right? You know, the big boys got these booths that are 40 foot by 40 foot. And, you know, they got the girls there and everything. 
And then you got everyone else that actually does what we all need on a regular basis that in the little, uh, you know, uh, little table as big as what I got here. Well, it's all the same. Everyone gets the same booth. Everyone gets the same thing. We want to make sure that you have an opportunity to not only hear from the speakers we've got presenting, but that we've got a fantastic selection of vendors here that provide the services that I guarantee you're going to need in the next 12 months to put these continuity plans in place. So again, it is energycontinuityconference.com. The information is going to be below. You can email me personally if you've got any questions. And again, I want to know about some of the tools, the checklist, the uh, the plans that you would like to see available. We're going to work real hard to get a lot of these available for you. Can't promise what will and won't be, but we're working real hard on putting it together. You can email me personally. Again, information is going to be below in the show notes. But, you know, check it out. Let me know what you think. And, you know, I really, really hope that this is something that can have a huge impact on your business. I mean, I got to say, this is going to be the best $50 that I could have spent in my previous career before I started my business. I mean, I'm just trying to think about where I was, you know, 10 years ago as the QHSC and IT manager for a small company. Like, holy cow. I wouldn't have even asked my uh, my management to reimburse me for the ticket. I'd be like, I'm going, guys, and I'm coming back with some cool stuff. And we're going to make some changes and improvements here. And I'm going to have the names of 20 people that are going to help us out in doing it over the next few years. So check it out. Um, let me know what you think. But, guys, that, that's all I've got for you today. We're going to be having more content come out on the podcast um, coming up in the future so be checking it out. Um, I hope to maybe even get some of the speakers on here um, to uh, to chat about uh, things as well. So that's all I got today, folks. Y'all have a great day. Energycontinuityconference.com with Texas Quality Assurance and the Oil & Gas Global Network. You guys have a great day, and I hope to see you in January.